Hi, I'm Rick Barron, your host, and welcome to That's Life, I Swear. The year was 1967, and John Donahue took off to make a beer run for some of his friends in his neighborhood. Now, one would think, what's so special about a beer run? Well, this wasn't your typical beer run, and neither was the neighborhood. You see, John was 26 years old at the time. He traveled more than 9,000 miles on this beer run. He went from New York City to Quenyang on a boat, stashing cold beer for his friends, his military friends, and they were fighting in the Vietnam War. Let's jump into this. I'm sure many of us have walked into a bar, and while we're sitting there enjoying our drink, you bump into someone who has a saloon tale or two to share with you. Okay, so you accommodate them, hear them out. And, you know, sometimes some of these stories are rather absurd, but some are also fascinating. Well, such were the stories from John Donahue. You see, for over 50-plus years, John has shared many a saloon story. But there was one story that he kept sharing. It was his unbelievable beer run to Vietnam. Such a story was hard to believe for many. Right, you took a bet, you packed up your bags of Pabst Blue Ribbon beer, jumped on a boat, and headed from New York to Vietnam so you can find some of your friends and pop open a few brewskis. Yeah, John, sure you did. Well, for decades, John's greatest beer run story was met with a lot of doubt. I even thought the same thing, too, when I first heard about this story. Even those who were John's best friends thought the story was just too far-fetched, but good for a few laughs over beers. So what does a guy do to erase this doubt? Ah, the porch light goes on in John's head. Solution. Write a book. Well, John wrote and published his book in 2021 about his beer run exploits in a book titled The Greatest Beer Run Ever, A True Story of Friendship Stronger Than More, along with Joanna Malloy, a former reporter for the New York Daily News. The book includes images of John in Vietnam with the soldiers he visited, as well as interviews with them. So the book wasn't deserving of a Pulitzer Prize or demands for interviews on any of the late night shows on TV. But that didn't stop John. The ever-resourceful Mr. Donahue is promoting it on his own. He's arranging readings at union meetings and veteran groups. This guy knows his audience. Now, as if the book wasn't enough to prove John's bar story, well, get this. Apple Plus TV is scheduled to launch on September 30th, 2022, a movie also tagged with the same marquee, the greatest beer run ever, based on a true story. The movie is directed by director Peter Farrelly, whose past movies include There's Something About Mary, Hall Pass, and Green Book. Now, this might be a good time to share how this story came about. John grew up in Inwood, an area in Upper Manhattan. The neighborhood, may I add, was largely Irish-American and heavily populated with bars. After serving four years in the Marine Corps, John settled down later, landing a job as a sandhog. What's a sandhog? Well, it's an occupation where urban miners dig train and water tunnels in New York City's bedrock, and he was part of the Sandhog's Local 147. John was very proud of his union buddies. Now, working day after day as a sandhog takes its toll on you, as it's very labor-intensive work. Well, week after week of digging and fighting with hard rock, John and others always looked forward to starting the weekend by heading down to their favorite bar, Doc Fiddler's, in Inwood, for beers and laughs. 
Now, it was during this time period in John's life that the Vietnam War was a hot topic of discussion. Demonstrations filled the streets with people calling an end to the war. Having attended at least two dozen funerals of young soldiers from Inwood, John was just getting fed up with the anti-war protesters and slamming the soldiers fighting over there. This feeling of resentment against the protesters was shared with the bartender at Doc Fiddler's, and his name was George Lynch. One evening, while hearing some of his patrons talking about the war, George had it. He slammed his fist on the bar. You know what? Someone should go to Vietnam to give the soldiers a pat on the back and buy them a beer. Well, before you knew it, John took George's suggestion to heart. He told the whole bar that same night he would go over to Vietnam with beers in hand to find three of his and George's friends. People in the bar started to laugh. But John wasn't laughing. He looked at everyone in the bar and in a loud voice said, You think I'm kidding? Watch me. Silence filled the room. It didn't take long for John to gather his things along with several boxes of Paps Blue Ribbon beer. He got the names and locations of the three soldiers from George, who he wanted John to take the beers to. Now, how did John plan to get to Vietnam from New York? Turns out that he had working experience as a merchant seaman. So he took his skill set and was able to get a job as an oiler on the ship called the Drake Victory, a merchant ship taking ammunition from New York to Vietnam. Now, I told you this guy was very resourceful. Now, being Irish and a former Marine didn't hurt either. The voyage took a little over two months, not knowing how long the trip would take. Well, John couldn't help himself but drinking the beer and ended up drinking all of the beer. So once he landed in Quinyong Harbor, he was able to restock his supply of beer. But John was set to go. The first name on the list to track down was Tom Collins, who was stationed with the 127th Military Police Company. Once he found him, John said the look on Tom's face was priceless. Tom asked John, What the hell are you doing here? Tom, now 71, recalled in an interview. He said, I came here to bring you a beer. What made Tom's initial shock even more profound, John was dressed in plain clothes, a plaid shirt, and a cap. I mean, this guy obviously wasn't dressed for the environment he just walked into. You know, said Tom, John came through at a time when society didn't want us, and the protesters were all over us. Tom is now a retired New York City police detective, and he said about John that he's one of the nicest but craziest guys you'll ever want to meet. Now, the book I mentioned that John wrote details how he mapped out his long odyssey through Vietnam, using every trick in the book to visit various military posts to surprise his friends. Getting around in the war zone required clever and gutsy navigation. As he was looking around, he bumped into a friend he never thought was there, Kevin McLoon. McLoon, a former Marine Corps service member, said he was driving a Jeep when he came across John, who was looking for a ride. Kevin said, you know, I saw this guy with a plaid mattress shirt on. He was so out of place. John said he had beer and was looking for the guys from the neighborhood. Kevin told John, well, that's one hell of a beer run. Mr. McLoon, now 75, and living in Long Beach, New York, said he had never spoken much about his Vietnam service to family or friends, that he told many people the story about John, and they looked at him like he was crazy. Now, John was someone who, when placed in a box, always figured out how to solve the puzzle to find his way out. 
He talked his way onto a military mail truck to head north to Quan Chi to find another friend, Ricky Dugan. It turns out that he and Ricky used to live in the same building in Manhattan when John was growing up. Dugan was serving as a specialist with the Army 1st Air Cavalry Division, fighting in Hang Seng. Eventually, John found Ricky, and they shared a few beers. That evening, John experienced a scary night, hearing gunfire in the near distance. When he showed up, Ricky recalled how all his buddies were flabbergasted. One said, you mean this guy came over here voluntarily? For those of you who are young of age, the vast majority of those who served in Vietnam were drafted. Me included. After the war, Ricky went on to become a New York City police lieutenant. All right, we're almost there. John said, I got one more to find. The last on John's list was Bob Pappas, 73, today, who was a communications sergeant at the ammunition depot in Long Ping. Bob was having a difficult time in Vietnam. He had grown fatalistic after hearing that several of his buddies were killed in action. When John showed up north of Saigon where Pappas was stationed, the guys spent a few days together drinking beers and catching up with one another. Later that day after he returned to Saigon, John heard massive explosions at the base where Pappas was. Worried about Bob, he traveled back north about 25 miles from Saigon and found Pappas alive and well. Brother, that is a friend. And there is a saying in the Marine Corps, leave no man behind. Bob later reflected that seeing John gave him encouragement that he was going to make it back home. He added that being interviewed for the book that John wrote helped persuade him to finally begin counseling for post-traumatic stress disorder. The bear run lasted from December of 1967 until St. Patrick's Day in 1968. What can we learn from this story? What's the takeaway? A lot of years have passed since John's infamous bear run. Eventually, John and his three friends he found in Vietnam met up for a reunion on June 30th, 2015, and they recalled their surprise in seeing John in Vietnam with beer in hand that year. That said, please visit my website for this episode and go to the show notes and click on the link titled Paps Blue Ribbon Presents The Greatest Beer Run Ever and watch the reunion. It's well worth the time. His friends and others expressed deep gratitude for him risking his life and showing the troops overseas that someone still cared about them, their service, and their sacrifice. Many didn't want to be in Vietnam. It was a war that made no sense to many of us. For that much, what war does? But our country called upon us to serve, and serve we did. We met our obligations, and you know what? I'd do it all over again. Our country isn't perfect, and God knows it has its faults. In the long run, we don't have it so bad here. As a fellow Vietnam veteran, I thank John Donahue for what he did as a former Marine and risking his life for his friends. To my fellow Vietnam vets, please be sure to check out the movie on Alpha Plus TV on September 30th, 2022. And pick up John's book at your local bookstore. And to John, should I ever be in Upper Manhattan, my friend, I'll be sure to look you up and buy you a beer. Well, there you go. That's life, I swear. For further information regarding the material covered in this episode, I invite you to visit my website, 
that you can find on either Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts for show notes calling out key pieces of content mentioned and the episode transcript. As always, I thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe here or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. See you soon.